0: Making small, tiny improvements every day adds up to create the person you want to become and the future you hope for. Hello, my name is Michelle Gadi. Welcome to the Better You Podcast. Here we talk about practical ways and steps to follow to become better. Topics that can range from our relationships with others to our relationship with ourselves, as well as productivity tips here and there. Here, we recognize that we are doing great as is, but we can always be better. So grab yourself a notebook or a drink and let's dive in. Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. Let me... Stop it right there. Um <laughs> I clearly can't sing, also can't dance, I can't draw, I can't paint. I um I don't want to see this because we, we we create as we perceive but I am not a very talented natural artist. I am not very artistic, okay, I am a bit artistic, but not in the natural ways that we all know, like drawing, painting, singing, dancing, and such things. I I can't do those things by instinct, I just have to learn, I have to, and even when I learn, It's not that good, to be honest. Anyway, today we are talking about unleashing your creativity from a person who clearly is not very creative, you might say. But what I believe and what is the main premise of this episode is that we are all inherently creative and we ought to create. Yeah. So whether you are an artist who doesn't create anymore because they do not have... The juice anymore. Turn out. Or you are just a person who thinks. They are not. Creative. And they are not artsy. This is for you. This is for all of us. This is is what I wish I had. Before. Like. (laughs) What I wish I had when I was younger. Because maybe then I would. Develop my creativity better. I would be able to embrace. Uh learning instead of putting myself in a box where I thought that I'm just not creative artist for people who are artistic and anyway we still learned and we are here to educate you on how you can unleash your creativity. Welcome to another episode of the Better You Podcast. I, I have just realized I did not welcome you today. But yeah, welcome. So, art can be, what is art? Art is a lot of things. When you just say art, it's just, it's it's a lot of things. It's creative writing, it's poetry. Oh, I can do that one. Um, I'm actually a little artistic because I can write poetry. Not very good poetry, but it's decent poetry. So, oof, creative. Anyway, I when you think of art, I just, Think of any form of self-expression that creates a physical outcome. Like your poetry is you're expressing yourself and the outcome is the poem. Like think of a painting, a drawing, singing. You have a physical outcome which is a song, which is your voice and so on. Yeah. Therefore, (laughs) let's first of all begin by mentioning some of those things. I have mentioned them roughly, most of them. You know, dancing, physical, expressing yourself. It comes out as a dance. have painting, drawing, music, which involves singing, poetry, sculpting, um, acting, filming... Cinema, cinema, <clears throat> cinem- <clears throat> cinematography, <laughs> cinematography, uh, editing, photography, scrapbooking. I, I love scrapbooking, but I-, I, I can't commit that many hours, and it's just a lot. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So when I talk about art, just think of any of this. Pick one, and just think of that. In every point that I make. I am reading this book called The Artist Way. So basically The Artist Way is a 12 week program about unleashing your creativity. So it's a book. It's divided into weeks. There are 12 weeks. And each week you walk through blocks or stumbles that make you not create art. <laughs> So, it's a very really good book. It has... It's, we'll talk more about it later, at the end of the episode. So, stay tuned for that. Um, It has been recommended by so many artists, and probably why I picked it up. It was written in the 1970s or something, and the practice of this um, program began a long time ago. So, it's been tried and tested, And it still stands. We will still read it. Olivia Rodrigo has read it. J. Cole has read it. And very many other artists. I've just heard it from those two. From interviews of those two. So I just know those two. But I know so many other people. I think Alicia Keys I saw on Google. But yeah. So many artists take this course. And it genuinely transforms your life. I've not finished. I'm still in the very early beginning stages but I already see how much of a main impact it has. So read it if you can. <laughs> okay, so there's this concept I want us to run with in this episode. And it's the concept of a sensor. This is the main the main idea in the book. It says that uh, there's a sensor in your brain and it could be in form of... A person who really you really feel judged by, or you're a teacher, your parent, your siblings, you're just someone that, or something. I'm not sure about the something part, but it's mostly presented in someone or a group of people in it, or in different people in different capacities, who make you not. Uh... Create Because you feel judgement from them. Although their judgement... You know, it shouldn't hinder you from creating what you're creating. So, now the sensor is what most people face. Especially when you're in, your, in a writing block, in a creating block. Rather, in a more general term. And when you're in a creative block, it's mostly... The sensor that is making you feel, oh, you're so dumb, you're so stupid, you, this work is not even good. The, who will even watch this? will even want to listen to this song? Who even cares about the things that I'm pretty? The sensor can also pre- present itself as you in a very negative, judgy way to yourself. And yeah, so the benefits of creativity are like they go beyond the oh I have a hobby and I like creating and I do this and I do that oh and I make money from my singing it has so many more benefits like if you look at the very basic one the joy of creating itself it's very very fulfilling to create something and to see it actually produced and done you imagine the process of you creating it from a thought and it turned into an actual thing that's the coolest feeling on the earth and it just gives you such a dopamine hit and i know we all know dopamine but dopamine is that feel-good hormone that is produced when you're really happy and you're content and you're feeling pleasured life (laughs) i don't know how to describe it basically it's what instagram does for you and that's why you spend a lot of time on instagram if you do that's what is in social media there's so much dopamine because you're seeing things that you like and that's why the algorithm is even there to make you see more of what you like so that you get dopamine hits every single time you see something and you want to keep getting dopamine because it feels good <laughs> let's not lie but then at the end of the day you just look back and you like I spent two hours of my life it anyway yeah so we're <laughs> diverging into social media but yeah that's what dopamine is so imagine having the dopamine hit for something that you really have created and now you get to create more and you get into that loop ripple effect that I always talk about. When you do something awesome, you will always do something else that is awesome and the cycle continues and it really changes your life. You know, a day turns into a week. One painting turns into two, two turns into four, turns into a bigger one. Yeah. Then, so it also apart from dopamine chemical in your body, um, creating art also has been seen to reduce cortisol levels. Cortisol is a hormone. Is it a hormone? It's a chemical in your body. I think it's a hormone. I don't know, (laughs) but it basically what is reduced when you're feeling stressed. So. Creating art has been seen to reduce that because there's something about creating that just elevates, um issues or stress in your brain. And actually, there are studies that have been done on this, and I'll link it in the show notes. I read a lot about it, and it was just, just surprising that... Creating art has helped patients who are dealing with anxiety, depression, um, six skips so, Ah, the hard words. really, really, really hard <laughs> schizophrenia, um, dementia, al Alheimer's disease. Yeah, there's actually patients of these diseases of these mental disorders that have benefited a bunch because of art therapy like literally they're given an art form to create in and yeah also van gogh if you know van gogh van gogh is a famous artist in the a long time ago, <laughs> but you have probably seen the story the starry night, and he was, was a guy in a mental health facility who used to create, and his wife ended up selling his work after he died, and he got famous. The work got famous because it was really beautiful. Because there's just something about art that makes even people in the hardest situations able like they're able to create art and <laughs> it's it's just it's just mind-blowing anyway besides the really beneficial you know um what do I say how do I say it? the really intense benefits there's also just simply being able to disconnect from the world and just focus on this one nice little thing that you're doing. Whether it's you're crafting, you're sculpting something, or you're painting something, or you're singing to a beautiful song, or you're just dancing and you're just free and you just move your body and you, if there's just something about art that just takes you out of this world and makes you just free and less burdened by the hardships of this world, (laughs) And um, Yeah. So the hustle and bustle basically you just you just forget it for an hour or so when you're just there creating your art. Uh, it also helps you express your ideas and capture memories basically. Like if you follow me on Instagram, I think I will have posted Ah uh, my painting that represents my year uh, real and it's just it is very satisfying that i could paint that it was it was really nice expressing how i felt about this year and just putting it in a painting and drawing the most kiddish class two painting you have ever seen but it felt nice you know most of the time we think that if we are to do art we have to be good at it but you really don't like you just draw your kitty diagrams and they're beautiful and they're they serve the purpose they're supposed to serve (laughs) me painting that I, i remember i was just so much at peace and i was enjoying how my brush was moving how you know like you dip that brush in the water and not water oil because I oil paint the oil and just brush across and mix the pigments to form the color you want or um, maybe not because you can't color mix properly because you don't know color theory but anyway far from that is you're not supposed to do art because you're good at it, you know. However, bad you're saying, you still benefit from practicing art in whatever you do, as long as you're doing it. You know, you just it's just chill. Don't have to be good at it, basically. Okay, so how do you get into art? How do you get into it? There's so many. Options to choose from first of all, you know, do I creative write? I've never tried creative writing except for when I was at school. I shouldn't really get into it because it sounds interesting, you know, to create stories every day or like whenever I can. It's it's, it's it would be nice. I, I should actually write a novel. Oh, I remember I had started. Oh my god, this is embarrassing! but in high school, um, girls used to write, okay, I in a girl school, so, <laughs> girls used to write um, novels, like they write their own novels, and then the A4 is passed around class, and then you read the A4 of, like you read the pages of the book, and they, they used to be really nice, I used to love it, this friend of mine called Ashley, we don't talk anymore but. She, she had this story. I think she, her her story is the one that, that what I don't know <laughs> That's what that stayed with me because I really enjoyed that book she was writing, but she never finished it, or maybe she did. I don't know. <laughs> but I also tried to start writing mine back. When, when I was in high school I only, I only read like maybe one a full page and then I stopped I don't know why but I should really get back to it, anyway that is far from the point Um, my phone is at 1% and I'm scared it should go off, <laughs> this is sad it's in the middle of the night it's 2am, it's 2.30am this is how <laughs> okay anyway um, how do you get into art before my phone dies? Uh, one, find something that interests you. Uh, as, as Steve Jobs said in his comments and speech at Stanford, he said that the only way to do great work is to love what you do. And I know in art we're not trying to do great work, but the only way you will enjoy what you you're doing is if you love it. Say, I don't really, really. Music doesn't interest me, or dancing doesn't interest me. I should probably not get into it. You know, <laughs> it's just self-explanatory. You should also listen to the commencement speech. It's it's really nice. It's it's life-changing. To be honest, I will link it down below as well in the show notes. The commencement speech of. Stanford Graduation 2005 by Steve Jobs. Uh, Another thing is, get your tools. This we have said over and over again. Okay, we said it in the last episode, I think, about getting your tools. Just get your tools. If you want to paint, get some paint. Even from the kids' stores, like the really cheap ones. Okay, I wouldn't recommend that because then you wouldn't... Mix things properly. Blah, 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 blah. It will be less enjoyable. Because the things don't work as well. But anyway. Just pick up anything you can. Pick up the paint. Pick up the pencils. Pick up the playlist. <laughs> if you went to like. seeing other people's songs. Or pick up the pen. And write your own. Or pick up that pen. And write some poetry. You Buy a book to write your poetry in. And then. Um, get a cute dancing outfit to dance in to help you. You know, with the confidence and with the just, you know. (laughs) I really should try dancing someday. I'm really bad at dancing. I have like three left feet. Anyway, then you take a dance class. Take a painting class if you can. You don't have to, to be honest, but if you can for accountability's sake and for building a community around it. That's another way you can benefit from art is if you have a community around you of people who are doing the same arts as you are, you get to have a community of people. And then final and last thing, just do it. Just get into it. Just pick up that pen and write something. In the artist's way, this this thing that is called okay now we are into now we're talking about the artist week, but basically it's the two mandatory things that you have to do while well, in the twelve week program is one morning pages and two the artist date the artist date is self explanatory it's just you take yourself you and your inner artist on a date every day every. Not every day. That would be excessive. Every week. Once a week. You could even... It could be as simple as going to the art section of a place. Like... I thought my phone had died. It could be as simple as going to the art section of a store and just looking at, you know, art supplies. Or going to an art gallery that is free and looking at art... Or buying a new pen, going to the, maybe to the store and buying a new set of pens, it just could be anything. The other thing is morning pages. So morning pages is when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do, write three pages, long form format. Long form format is basically not the short poetry sentences, just long. You're just writing stream of consciousness. That's what she says in the book. Stream of consciousness. So whatever you're thinking about. Oh, I hate doing these pages. I hate writing this every day. takes up so much of my time. (laughs) Write it out. (laughs) Write all that shit. If you think, um, like it's just basically you write anything you're feeling. And that helps you to train to block out the censor. Because the censor would censor these words and say that she didn't say this, you know. You shouldn't do this blah blah but you just get to now start trying to let go of those feelings write down everything the sensor is saying write down the sensor is saying that I suck at painting and I should stop because my paintings looks like look like kiddie <laughs> paintings, class two paintings. Basically, you, you get the point, um and then uh so basically morning pages help you silence the sensor to do things with not judging yourself so bringing myself back to the point that I was making just do it just no matter how much judgment you feel from the sensor just do it just write whatever you're thinking about if you sit down to write uh, about. Maybe you're a creative writer and you think your story literally sucks. But deep down it doesn't. It doesn't suck. Maybe, probably, most probably. It's just the sensor is making you doubt yourself so much that you think your work is bad. So learning to ignore such negativity from your own self will just change the way You do art. And you practice art. And. Yeah. That is it. For this episode. I hope you learned. I hope you get to read the artist way. It's a good book. I'm also. Not only reading it. Like practicing. It It goes through week by week. And you have different things. To help you figure out. Why you are afraid to create. Or why the sense are. Like what affects you? What is it? The fear of looking stupid? Is it the fear? Is it that one time you know you class two teacher to class two is appearing a lot in the same episode? But is it that one time your class two teacher told you this drawing is so bad, you know, and that's why you've never tried to draw again? Or was it your parent? Or is it just yourself and how you think about yourself? So many things. That is it for the end of... Uh, I'm confused. That is it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It it was fun. It was fun talking about art. Because I really, really love it. And I am glad that I stopped saying that I'm not good at it. Because you know what? We all are. We all can try. No matter how bad and horrible it looks. As I said before, you still reap the benefits of art. No matter how horrible your work is. And it's not horrible. Because you know, you created it. You you took a thought from your brain and made it something. And that should matter. To be honest. Okay, that's the end of this episode. My phone has not gone off. And that is wonderful. Okay, before we close episode 3. We have come to the end of the first part of this season. I know, so fast. But this first three episodes were about mindset shift when it comes to gratitude, continuous learning and unleashing your creativity and how changing your mindset about these things can change your life. You know, learning how to be grateful and how to continuously learn and how that changes your mind and how, you know, unleashing your creativity also changes your mind. And mm. we've come to the end of that and I hope you enjoyed that first half quote, no, first third it's a little less than a third but yeah, I, we, I hope you enjoyed that a third of this season and I will see you in the next part where we're going to be talking about self-discovery, how that is key in your life I will see you in the next one adios bye thank you for listening this far that's all for today i wish you a lovely rest of your week look around to listen to or re-listen to other episodes at better you Podcast. Um, you can join the better you community by following us on instagram at better you underscore ke that's better you underscore ke and subscribing to our newsletter on the website all necessary links are available in the show notes okay bye